Good evening. This is Reverend Collier coming to you from uh, forehand again to Strike Fire Ministries. Um, we want to just skip some things off the top of our head, some of the things we've been reading, some of the things we've been studying. Uh, again, uh, the scripture from Second Chronicles chapter 7, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked way and confess their sin, then I will hear from heaven and will heal their land. Uh, blessed is a nation whose God is the Lord. Um, there's one um, church, the Ephesus church, that really sticks in my head a lot lately. Uh, the Ephesus church had three points that they need to remember. First, remember from whence you have fallen. Then the second one was repent. And the third one was to return or turn. Uh, so uh, they had to remember from where they once were, the high state in which they were spiritually. They had fallen, and they had to repent of the sin, sins of omission, sins of commission. Then they had to return to the Lord or turn to the Lord. Uh, that's where the church is today, I believe. We are become a desensitized, insensitive, lukewarm uh, quenching the spirit, hindering the spirit from moving. Well, we got to stay in control. Man wants to stay in control. Uh, we don't have uh, testimonies anymore in church. The pastor doesn't call on people or, or make a statement. Does anybody have a testimony this morning? Uh, we don't have altars in a lot of churches today where people can do business with God. You can make an altar anywhere uh, out of the steps at the front of the church that lead to the platform. But an altar is a piece of wood. It's a place I've always thought to do business with God. And um, we, we don't find when you go into a sanctuary in a church. Now, I'm 80 years old. And when you walk into a sanctuary, I prefer it to be quiet. I prefer me to walk in there, sit down, gather my thoughts without people walking around, talking, shaking hands, greeting each other. Sanctuary should be a place. The word very sanctuary sounds like it should be a place of quietness. Uh, and then interrupting the service for welcoming after the announcements and uh, preliminaries are done at the beginning and uh, they open it up for people to greet each other. And it's just a lot of noise. I prefer quietness uh, and seeking God's face and seeking God's will. I prefer waiting on the Lord and waiting on the Holy Spirit. And uh, this is the dispensation of the time of the Holy Spirit. Jesus has gone back to heaven to intercede for us. He's not here anymore. Uh, so he even prayed that uh, to the Father that I will send you another comforter who the world cannot receive, but you will. He's sending us another comforter that is his spirit to abide with us. You know, revival won't come unless we follow what it was to the Ephesus church. Remember from whence you are fallen, repent of your sin. That means turning your back on your own life forsaking it and running towards God or turn towards God, turn towards Christ, turn towards the word. Let the Holy Spirit have complete control. We have a problem, I believe, in the church today of turning our uh, whole life, everything about it, everything we have, everything we are, everything we ever hope to be to the Holy Spirit. 
and, and we are being filled. We are being transformed. We are being changed. Uh, we must become that living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. And we are crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. The church, it's time to get it back. If we use the word revival, means re means again. It's not the heathen out there. It's not the sinner that needs revival. It's the church that needs revival. It's time for judgment to begin at the house of God. It's us, folks. If we get our act together, the outside will see what it is, and then evangelistic work will take place and souls will be saved. If you followed the Wales and the Welch revival, you will see that that was the case. The church got the act together. The church got back to Christ. The church got back in, into the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and if you read the book of Acts, uh, when Jesus said, you will be endued with power from on high, you'll be witnesses unto me in Judea and Jerusalem and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. And then in Acts chapter 2, <clears throat> the Holy Spirit did come. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit in, in that place, 120-some disciples. And then Peter, who was uh, one who denied him three times uh, and cut off one of the high priest's uh, servant's ears in the garden. And Peter, now after this filling of the Holy Spirit, uh, has a power that was there in the presence of his Holy Spirit filling him. And he preached a sermon uh, that brought 5,000 people to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. We need to get back to waiting on the Holy Spirit. We need to get back to trusting the Holy Spirit to do his thing. Man has to stop trying to be in control. We just need to stop, take a deep breath, and maybe just get quiet in the church on a Sunday morning. Maybe start with some testimonies and letting God's Holy Spirit have complete control. Just stop. Man doesn't have to have a pre-set conditions or pre-set bulletin printed program. That's man in control, not the Holy Spirit. We need to stop and let God's Spirit rule in our services. For me personally, I'm praying for three churches around this area to receive a righteous, pure, perfect invasion of God's Holy Spirit, that God's will would be done, that it would be an outpouring, an invasion of his Holy Spirit that would make us stop, would make us stop, worship right, praise right, when he has come, he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. And no man can come to him unless the Spirit draw him. So we, if we're not allowing the Holy Spirit, we have a, 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 a power of God, but neither knowledge thereof. Uh, we have a knowledge of God, but neither power thereof. The power is the Holy Spirit. Man seems to always have to have in control. I'm going to control this. We have to let the Holy Spirit reign. We have to let the Holy Spirit have control. Uh, and in the scripture, it's time for judgment to begin at the house of God. Uh, and, and, and the Laodicean church, which is that lukewarm church, that is where the church is at today.
Uh, I'm sorry, folks. Uh, th there are such things as positive and negative and negative positives. Uh, and, and we just need to, to somehow, and I am praying, and I hope I'm reaching audience out there tonight that is hungry for it as I am, an outpouring of God's Holy Spirit, a revival that would just wash through this area, the Tri-County area, Washington, Gore, and Saratoga County, uh, and the three churches that I won't name that I'm praying for, that God's Holy Spirit would have complete control. We love you tonight. And as, as this man is a voice of one crying in wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. That was the message the Lord laid on my heart about five, six years ago at a camp in Michigan. As I was sitting out at five to seven, between five and seven in the morning, listening to the Lord, praying, reading his word. And he came to me and said, I want you to preach John the Baptist preaching. And the very words of John the Baptist was, prepare ye the way of the Lord. So the Lord was there on the scene. And and now in the day and age in which we live, move up 2,000 some years, how close is the Lord's return? Prepare ye the way of the Lord. The Lord has called me to prepare the church for revival. It's not that I am anything. I'm just a vessel that God is using. I believe I have the mind of Christ in this that Paul would say, and I don't want to be a disobedient to the heavenly vision. I'm urging you, church, which is church international, the church uh, that that is not denomination, uh, the, the church that is uh, every believer united together. Uh, it's time for us as Christ's church to get our act together. And on top of all of this, I want you to know that there will always be a remnant. There is that glorious church without spot or wrinkle, washed in the blood of the Lamb. There will always, he said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Christ is building his church. We may not see it because all we see is the organized church. And underneath all of this, inside of all of this, I believe is that glorious church without spot or wrinkle washed in the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of the Lamb. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Well, I'm going to stop there. And I hope this has been good for you. Hope it brings us all to our knees, including myself, to seek God's face, to seek God's will, and to let the Holy Spirit reign in our hearts, our souls, and our lives, that he has all of us. And Jesus not only has to be Savior, he has to be Lord. So if you need to, go to Strike Fire Ministries, and God will bless you. And I'm praying for you as you hear this. Go with God and he will go with you. God bless you. Amen.